Welcome to the Hard Parking Podcast Archive. What you're listening to is Season 1, Episodes 1 through 8. Had co-host Brando Barameda. Neither one of us were using a microphone, so we were basically talking into the phone. My typical recording location was in a hotel room as I travel for work. Some of the episodes I was recording at my house downstairs in an open room. So the audio is everywhere. We're both on one channel. I had not yet learned to record on a split channel. If you want to fast forward to season one, episode nine, that's when I essentially went solo for the most part, started bringing on guests. Just keep that in mind. Please enjoy the archived episodes. Again, season one, episodes one through eight. First off, I think we should introduce ourselves to the people. Um, I'm Jay Finning, uh, NA2NSX on Instagram, NSX owner. And then we have... We have Brando Barometta at that damn NSX on Instagram. So Barometta, I, I, so I always call you Barometta, so obviously it's bar- I've been wrong. It, it's actually... Yeah. It's, it's either way. It's Barometta, 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 like however you read the syllables. But we'll go no. with Brando. I'll go with Brando. Yeah, we'll call you we'll call you Brando. Brando the Mando. So um what are we calling this thing? Because I know that originally we had talked about maybe, you know, mid agent mafia and that sounded pretty cool for the last couple of years, but we never got it going and we kinda of conversated about it. Maybe it should be like cars and culture or something. But I noticed you opened up a Facebook page so, um, and called it mid agent mafia. So so is that what we're what this is or what are we? Well actually it, it it's still up in the air. What I okay. created there is I think with the car culture, you know how we always talk about it. The culture always takes care of us. Whenever we travel, we meet up some friends. So I figured it would be a great click of a group of people for us to, you know, influencers. I wouldn't even call it that, but people that are that want to put out content and want to do something on social media and they can't just do it themselves. You know, they want to get the community involved and get the culture involved. So I guess... I did that too, so we can invite some other people that is doing something that we are doing and something for us to to network and collaborate with other folks. Yeah, and you know, um, as I, you know, I mentioned in a, in an offline conversation, you know, I can't really have a mafia of two people, but <laughs> the fact that <laughs> the fact that you that you built that page and then you had just brought up kind of the influencers that's actually kind of a hot topic in social media because you get a lot of people who aren't YouTube channel owners like myself included. I don't have shit for a following, but we may have people on. Instagram, the brainchild of, of the One Auto Movement. I guess by default, I've become somewhat of a public figure, okay. but I think it's it's also kind of being aware that enough eyes are on you that you should have a little bit of social responsibility because you never know who's watching. And then that... No, right. Know, I, I think, you know, the word influencer is kind of tainted in a way that a bunch of sellouts, but it's, it's what we had growing up in the 90s and the 2000s you know we had that street cred what we say you know we share some of our experiences uh good things and the bad things and we kind of want to pass on that knowledge as well i look at that as influencers some people that i find as an influencer or the people that influence me may not work for other people so they don't they don't consider them certain things you know they don't look at them as that. But influencers in general, I'm just meaning by people that are doing something in social media, regardless of wherever their platform is. Just somebody that's putting out some quality content that is right up our alley. I want to collab with those people and I want to share some experiences and, you know, help each other grow that way. For the people, I guess we should, you know, kind of talk about, you know, who we are so they get to know us. You know, this is the, the first pilot episode. 
And so we have to give them a reason to keep coming back. Um, you know, as, as we both said before, we're both NSX owners. Uh, I don't think either one of us are claiming that we're car know-it-alls or geniuses. This definitely is not a tech-savvy podcast. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Two guys yeah, having a conversation. <laughs> so we knew each other through social media, right? So um, on Instagram. It was Instagram and it was our Facebook owners group. Yeah, that's how we started. And then when I went to Vegas last minute for Westfest 2017. 2016 or was it 2017 2017 yeah 2017 the first one the second the third one was this year yeah it was 20 damn two years ago so yo no dude like i i was hearing about your name or jay is doing this and it was when i think we were making moves at the same time you were started your your macros build like you start i think conceptually yeah conceptually you know i know and i remember seeing your car on instagram because one thing i loved about it is you have this purple in us <laughs> and it's not like it's not like factory purple from right. the midnight from 95 96 maybe did they do 90 i don't remember if they had a 94 purple coupe or not but i know for a fact they had 95 96 right. so i appreciated that because a lot of people in the car game in general are kind of afraid depending on your vehicle to make it their own i think that's probably what attracted both of us to each other online as far as hey that guy's cool yeah that guy's cool right Right. so then when we got to meet up it's like oh you're the guy with that and you're like oh yeah you're the guy with the carbon seats or at the time (laughs) i didn't have the wrap but i remember i talked about it and then we started talking about one auto and then everything else just kind of happened from that point right Um, but the nsx west fest man i mean like you said that was last minute you came flying in i didn't expect to see you or anybody else for that matter (laughs) that came in at the last minute right how fun was that so that was in las vegas as you said 2017 yeah, it was 2017. You know, it was I was busy traveling and it was I had a week that I was going to be available. And it was the week, it was the year that I was making my rounds. You know, it was it was that 9 months of, you know, popping out of nowhere and showing up on NS Expo end of 2016. And then, you know, it was the first time I really popped out and met NSX owners. You know, 2016, and then I won fucking the concourse award for. How amazing was that? So you're going to the NS <laughs> Expo um, 2016, which was in Orlando. Yep. Right. I didn't know and, nobody. Yeah, you don't know nobody, and I think what we have in common is we're 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 similar, but we're different. But I think with the NSX community, you know, obviously mid-engine cars was the name of this podcast. But you know, with the NSX community, you have people that are 18. You have people that are 80. Like, what were you expecting going into that event? And what did you get going, you know, coming out of it? Oh, man, I was nervous. It was the car was was just getting done being sanded that afternoon. And I drove to Orlando, not knowing anyone. I got there. I I didn't know what to expect. I was like, man, I think I know one person, uh, RJ Roderick with the uh, the blue NSX R from yeah, Miami. Spoon build. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Him. You know, I met him. And I was like, well, at least I know one person. He said he's going to be there. So I just showed up, got there. My car was just dirty and I was cleaning it at night. You know, I was like spraying it down. And then that's when Alex from Atlanta came up and he was like, yo, oh, this... yes. And he was like, yo, this, this car is from Atlanta. It's like, I know the old owner. And that's when it was just like, I was like, okay, cool. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm being accepted, you know? And then he introduced me to everybody else, you know, met Ollie, met all the guys down there. And that was it, man. Like, oh, right away like i was part of the family and then you went from that to west fest the following year yep where did we meet we met at the bar that that night right you know i don't remember if it was the bar or the parking (laughs) garage 
It may have been the bar that night now to think about it because I think you were texting. You got a hold of me on social media. We exchanged phone numbers before you came out. Yep. That's what it was. So for you, why the accurateness actually? I think our, our stories are a little different. Actually, it wasn't supposed to be an Acura. It actually was supposed to be a, a Supra. I was shopping for a Supra. And you know our phones listen to our conversations. And somehow I got an, <laughs> I got an, an ad for Auto Trader uh, and it was an NSX. I never thought I could afford the NSX. You know, the price was, was decent, but it was going up. It was, it was when they made the announcement that the new NSX was coming out. I felt like I should just take a chance and jump on the NSX. I looked it up, researched about the car, and it's something that I've always wanted, but I never think I could ever afford. And I think it was a great medium. I, I wanted something different. I wanted something something that embodied that 90s Japanese sports car culture. Sure. And, and the NSX just stands out. I mean, everything else, you can put everything else next to each other, and they're all going to look the same. So, so what did it look like when you got it? Oh. Yeah, because... It looks a little different now. Right. So kind of explain kind of your thought process and what you went through and, and why you did it. So I got the car and it was already, it was silver. I got it in uh, Atlanta. I actually found the car on NSX Prime. And to be honest with you, I'd never seen an NSX up close until I bought the car. You know? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, the guy that I got it from, he owned a dry cleaning shop. So, you know, we rolled over there and he had it parked in the back. I saw it and I was just I just fell in love with it. I'm like, wow, I'm about to own this dang car, you know? Uh it was silver. It had the mode four bumper on it. It had okay. the Marga Hills side skirt on it. So somebody had started kind of messing with it already, which is kind of cool. Right. They yeah, they, okay. they were. They started it already. It had the O2 rear valance. Uh, O2 rear taillights, the NSXR spoiler, and that was pretty much it. And it had these wheels that it had. Uh, I think they're HREs. So, so, so hold on a second. So I think we, this is the perfect time to tell everybody who is listening, all five people that may eventually listen to this podcast. <laughs> so one thing you, you hear is, so when people are in the market for an NSX, they say, I want one that's unmolested. I want one that's perfectly, you know, perfect OEM so I can do everything to it myself. Right. Now, I understand that, but there's this thing that we both know of. It's called NSX tax. Right? <laughs> right. So if you could find an NSX that already has suspension on it, then you're already a game ahead. You just saved yourself $1,200 to $4,000. Right. If you can find something that already has wheels or tires on it, that's fine. Make it your own, but at least you're pulling out with something that's slightly upgraded and a little bit more modern because, well, the 91 through 93 NSX with the Fat Fives is a beautiful car in itself. Mm -hmm. Visually, it just doesn't hold up a lot of the times. So anyway, so continue with your story. Now, for real, the NSX Tex is real. For, for the first year of having the car, I was just learning about it. You know, I, I've never customized a car before. My customization before was putting on some wheels and calling it a day. So that's yeah. your first build. That's my first build. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I should have did it. I should have did a, my first build on a different car. That, that <laughs> the NSX tax is real. That is so real. So are, are you're bagged? Are you bagged? Right? Are you bagged? I am bagged. Yes, I am. Okay, all right. Bagged. Um, I had the car, you know, for a year, looking around, and and uh, 
I I fell in love with the Margaret Hills kit. I was like, man, this, if I'm going to do it, this is going to be it. I didn't want something wild. I wanted something mild. But at the same time, you know, it's modified. But it looks, I wanted it to look like it was modified out of the factory. You know, nothing nothing crazy or anything like that. So you have a partial Margaret Hills kit though, right? Because you don't have the headlights and some of these other things. Right. Yeah. I didn't want the headlights that they had. I didn't, you know, the fixed headlights. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flip-ups, I love the flip-ups. And the rear fenders, I don't have the rear fenders on it because I like the ledge, but at the same time, you know that you know that wide little ledge that the Marga Hills has? Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't like that. I think it looks great, but I wanted to keep that smooth-looking body. And that white one, you know what I'm talking about, the white one from Tokyo? It's ah. in S. X, right? In underscore S. Yeah, yeah. I saw his and I was like, man, I think that's perfectly done. We didn't have any MH, much Marga Hills back then. Because when I was doing mine, I, I know I was getting shit from a lot of the people from our, from our. I was going to ask forum. you about that. I was, I was getting shit, you know? It was like, who the fuck is this guy doing it? And he's ruining an NSX. And it's like, oh, he's repainting that. But people don't realize, actually, that car, when I bought it, it was silver. But it was actually originally a black car. Oh, so, okay. Oh, so it's been repainted. So, I so you like, painted or you wrapped? Oh, fuck, man. I painted it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, now, looking back at it, okay. I should have wrapped it. So there's a, there's a, and I, I, Paul, I can't remember his name, super nice young guy. Um, when I went to NS Expo 17 in Wisconsin, he had a full out silver Marga Hills kit with including the fixed headlights way back in the day when i had like no money i only have about five dollars now but back when i had like a quarter <laughs> i used to i used to go on this well no sorry not instagram i used to go on the internet and i don't even think google was around so maybe i went to firefox or netscape navigator oh and i used, to, cool, and I used right? to pull up yeah <laughs> i used to pull up pics of that margaret hills body because i thought that was just the sickest freaking intersex in the world yeah i know that feeling i know that feeling so yeah so do you have any yeah, so um, I think the, the the best thing about you being a relatively new NSX owner at the time was you don't have all those biases. You know, um, I was a member of NSX Prime since like April of 2000. I didn't get my card until 2012. Wow. So I had a lot of time to sit there and just kind of float on the forums and, and talk to everybody. So by the time I got my card, everybody knew who I was, but I also got to read everybody's opinions. And um, everybody has one. There's no right or wrong way to do it. But that's one of the things I really liked about your approach was like wow this guy's not afraid to just do whatever the hell he wants to do right my, my, my approach is that when i got the nsx it wasn't about how can i make this nsx better but for me is what can i do with this nsx you know i wanted to own it i wanted to be remembered you know regardless if it's a bad choice or not it's it's my choice it's my car you know and i'm doing it for myself it, it, it's okay like I'll give you the perfect example. Like when you play Forza, for you know, don't you want to customize your car? Like when you played Grand Theft uh, or Grand Turismo, you picked out your color, you picked out your wheels. Yeah, you could blend right in. There's nothing wrong with a red, white, silver, or black NSX. They look good. That's there. That's what they want. I wanted to stick out. I wanted to take a color from Porsche, that ultraviolet. I wanted to take that and own it on the NSX. You know, so I can say that no one will ever do it like this, or forget know? that they saw it. Exactly, exactly. So that's the thing. Yeah, that, you're that probably was... one of the. You, you, I would say, as far as so you're recording this in the Instagram era, so you have to be one of the 
10 most recognizable intersections on, on the ground. Right. I, I, I call it an Instagram build. I want it to be different. I want it to stand out. And I just want to show people, like, you don't have to pay attention from other people's opinion that, doubt, that doubts you, that don't like your build, because it is your build. It, it's what you want to do with it. Go do it. It's your money. You know, I don't dress up when somebody does something crazy. I'm all for it, you know. But some people, they, they feel like they, they should be a way that they should modify their cars. Nah, dude. Th- these are cars. Kind of like the, the, your approach, for example. Like you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's... Yeah, so my my road was a little different, but still the, the, the end result. And it's not over. We're still both on those roads. And who knows where these roads are going to go, right? But it was... I'm probably a little bit older than you are, but so this was 1992 or three. So the car had already come out. I was still in high school. Wasn't quite on my radar, but uh, a group of buddies that I hung around with, we used to just do stuff on the weekends and the typical things high schoolers do and they're not old enough to do anything else, but they don't want to get in trouble. We're walking through the parking lot and I look over and there's this black car and we all look at it. And one of the kids, um, his name is Ryan Blum, Still friends with him on Instagram to this day. Shout out to Nothing Said, by the way. That's his Instagram handle. So he already knew what the car was, you know, and he was kind of the mouth of the group. And we were kind of the muscle of the group. He was like, oh, my God, that's an NSX. And we're like, what the hell is that? And it was a black 91 through 93 NSX with the gray fat fives, so not the homie chromies. And he had a personalized license plate, and it said, I nuke him. Oh. So the owner of the car, rumor has it, is the guy who, was, who started uh, id Software, which made Duke Nukem, or maybe it wasn't id Software, maybe they had Doom, but he was somehow related to the to, to the first Duke Nukem and a couple of those other <clears throat> video games. Okay. So we obviously had money. So at that point, you know, every once in a while we'd see the car go by, and it was just the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And as I got a little older, I would go to car dealerships, just stare at the car. I would go to Goodson Acura down in Irving. Those people were always nice. They'd always ask you, hey, do you want to test drive the car? Of course I said no, because I'm young and dumb. But a little intimidated, you know, it's like your dream car you put up on a pedestal in a sense, you know. Right. It's it's got this aura and this and this weird sound that starts, you know, you hear like the oh as you get closer to the car. Angels you flying know. in the background. Angels, you know, <laughs> angels are some or some crazy service manager behind the counter making the noise out of his mouth. You know, I don't know. But over the next X amount of years, I would just dream. Like I literally, Brando, I literally freaking dreamed about that car. Probably Damn. fifteen to twenty times you know, over the next literally 20 years. So let's let's backtrack. So in the late 90s, I had just bought a brand new Acura Integra GSR. This thing had like 37 miles on it, black cloth interior, and the dealership treated me like I had just bought an NSX. Okay. You know, so that, that kind of helped me between my service manager and just the brand, right. you know, I just, I think I formed a big love for the Acura brand beyond just what the cars look like. Because honestly, like, so we all love the Acura Integra GSR, but that's a base model Acura. Like they started there. You know, that was a nineteen twenty thousand dollar vehicle. GSR was twenty one and a half, fully spec'd out about twenty-three. You know, and I leased it. And two weeks after I bought the car, I was driving, you know, home from work and I saw another NSX. Or I saw an NSX and I was like, Oh, look at that red and black NSX. It's got aftermarket mesh wheels. It's got an exhaust. I could tell by the sound. I know everything about that car because by this time I had played every video game, right? That had an NSX in it. So you know, not too far removed from all these kids now think they know cars on the gram because they played a video game. So I was that expert back then. 
<laughs> so I get the I get the guy to pull over. I'm talking to him, and he drops the keys to his car in my hand. And so this car that I've dreamed about dreamt about for years, all of a sudden I was in the car and I was driving that car. And so from that point, it just felt like me. Right. And then then that just only that made the desire even even greater. I had like this insatiable desire to one day have an NSX. Because you got you know? a taste so then, of it. You got a taste I got of a it. taste of it. Ah, oh, yeah. Now, and that wasn't the first time. Right. You know, oh, years later, okay. another guy would drop his keys in my hand as, as soon as I met him because he was a good friend of one of my best friends. He's like, hey, I heard you like NSXs. Yes, I do. He's like, hey, you want to take mine for a ride? And honestly, dude, I was working backdoor security at a nightclub. <laughs> So I did what any normal kid would do. I was like, hey, can somebody watch the back door? I got to go do something real quick. So someone came to the back door and I went and got in this car and we drove. We were gone for 20 fucking minutes. I came back. My manager was standing there, arms folded. was like, where the hell you been? I didn't get fired because I made up something good. Right. But, you know, so eventually when I got my car, I knew everything about it in a sense. But like you did, right? I mean, the car was nice. It had some Dean coilovers on it. It had some TE37s. Can't get any mm. more classic TDM than that. Yeah. Um, they Here were gunmetal. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, it had an NSXR spoiler on it, and it already had the front end conversion. It had the downforce carbon fiber hood. They had painted completely black. The spoiler was painted black, tan interior, but it just didn't feel like my car. So one day I was kind of walking around and just looking, looking. I was like, what is wrong with this? Why doesn't it feel like my car? I've wanted this thing for 20 years. And it's the little things, Brando. What it was is the car I had dreamt at, dreamt about didn't have an NSXR spoiler. It had the OEM spoiler. Okay. So that's the first thing I did. I sold that down for a spoiler, bought an OEM spoiler, and used the rest of the money for car parts. And then, you know, over the next six years, I've changed the look of the car three or four times to where it is right now, present day, wrapped like a fighter jet from my favorite cartoon when I was like 13. So, you know, that's <laughs> so, but, you know, kind of like yourself, my goal is to be from day one, I was like, I want people to know whose NSX this is. Right. I don't want to be just another black NSX. And there's nothing wrong you know, with a black NSX. Nothing. I was going to say, I say that with a, with, with, a, with a grain of salt because the car is beautiful. But I think, and it might be the same for you, it has, no, it has less to do with the car and more to do with our personal lives probably growing up, right? Right. It really is. Like, it's all about you I want struggled to be able to a lot. personality, you know? You want to have yeah, I struggled a lot as a child. I went through some things in my life and we all go through things, but I've always felt I want people to know that I matter. Right. I want them to know that I'm different. And this is all me, right? So that's I think that's the the drive behind trying to make my car as unique as it can be without being too much. Now too much is subjective. Right. That's my arc. You know, and then, you know, through this NSX thing, I get to meet people like yourself. The the main Acura brand has come down and helped out with a lot of these events. And more so than just owning the car, it's all the ancillary things that come with the car ownership. When you get your first NSX, well, you're like, wow, this is really cool. These people are, these people are great. This is, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I'll take it. I've met so many people because of my car, even before I made it look like a fighter jet. I've, I've made friendships that are never going to go anywhere. Right. So, it's a great conversation piece, you know. Are you cooking? What are you doing? <clears throat> I'm just... <laughs> a bowl. I have a bowl over here. That. Oh, another bowl. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're... <laughs> I don't, it doesn't sound like a popcorn bowl, but. <laughs> so, and... no, I've been on different forums and, and all this stuff, but being involved in the NSX community, man, like it, it's, it's pretty awesome. We have a really good community, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And this isn't the drive away. Everybody listen to this, to this recording. They're like, okay, you guys are just going to talk about NSX is how boring. Yeah. Well, boring, not niche. Yes. 
But I, you know, I want people just to understand who we are, you know, in this pilot episode. And so, you know, our plans are to talk about, you know, spend a little bit of time about our cars, talk about other automotive trends, talk about things that are going on in pop culture. Maybe we talk about movies, maybe we talk about alcohol, you know, maybe we talk about some social issues without getting too deep into the social issues. Maybe we talk about anything, you know, we want this to be a big conversation. We want people who are listening to it to feel like they're part of the conversation, whether they're working on their car or driving to and from work. You know, podcasts should be a journey. Recording should be a journey. It's us, you know, I look at it as us sharing our experiences and hopefully being able to relate with some of our friends. And it's nice yeah. to have meaningful conversations once in a while. It's something so, that I, I like to to listen to. I, I'm a podcast kind of guy. Like we talked earlier, like, what, what's your favorite podcast? I was like, you know, I, I, I like Joe Rogan. I like how he shares his experience. Hot boxing. Man, I, I love to look at things from a Mike Tyson perspective. Storytelling is great. And the other one, uh, location independence uh, in my job you know i used to travel a lot and it, it was nice that i could work from anywhere i'm coming in you know being involved in this podcast with a sense of what i think with something to be able to bring some some experience to bring and at the same time i'm i'm a newbie at this dude it's an opportunity for me to ask you jay like uh can we run these fucking fenders with no fender liners underneath because i actually need to ask you about that later on uh, <laughs> so what what is uh let me ask you this um what's one thing as an nsx owner that drives you crazy um from the public from from the perspective of of people that don't have nsx oh man they always want to race dude <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is, it, it depends where I'm at. So we agree that the car, the car in itself. So you have a '94 uh, coupe, or do you have a '94? So you have a you have a coupe. Right? I mean, it's the last. So, yeah, last. It's year the last the year coupe. of the pure coupes. Mm-hmm. Not the last year of the coupe, but the last year they did the coupe before they did the, the oh. target, and they brought the coupes back, but there weren't that many. So the '90, the '97 to 2001 coupes are unicorn cars because they are out there right the car in itself is not fast it's quick it's nimble it was good for the time but right make no mistake it's not a fast car no but you have control of the car like the mm-hmm. handling hands down you know you you know how it goes you you're know, in a go-kart you know people yeah. don't understand so that's so people are always trying to race you because they probably i don't know what kind of motor mod you have or what your car sounds like it sounds good I think, <laughs> I think people you know People in modern vehicles just want to say they've dusted an NSX. Yeah. My, my CTS will... What does will, that really mean? Right. My CTS will outrun my, my NSX. But they won't understand until they get behind that wheel of that car. Okay. Jay, how was your first drive? The first drive of the NSX. Do you remember back, that? Back in back in the late 90s? Yeah. 98? Yep. So this is crazy. So I'm in the car and the, and the passenger is the owner. And I caught up with him recently, but I'll say that for another for another cast 20 years later. I remember getting into the car and we pull up to a stoplight and no no bullshit. A Mitsubishi 3000 GT. I don't think it's a VR4. Maybe an SL pulled up right next to us. And the light turned green. I gave it a little gas and the car's messing with us. And the owner looked at me and he's like, what are you waiting for? Punch it. I gave it full gas. Um, at the time, it was the fastest thing I had ever driven because I had a brand new Acura Integra GSR. So we're talking zero to 60 in 7.7 seconds versus five and a half. Right. You know, we're talking a 15 and a half second quarter mile versus, you know, mid 13s. 
you know, to me, my first drive was so euphoric. And I remember thinking to myself that no one's ever going to believe me. No one's ever going to believe that I talked the guy into let me drive his car. I didn't even talk him into let me drive his car. He, he willingly handed me the keys and we drove that car. So yeah, my first drive in the United States, I thought it was really fast and, and a lot of fun. Exactly. You know, it, it was one of those things that you will remember. You know, and I don't think people, and was it different compared to what you imagined it to be and actually what it was? I just remember just, and I remember getting <laughs> back into my Acura Integra GSR, which I thought was super sporty because I'd only owned it for two weeks. And I thought I was sitting on a park bench. That's the first <laughs> thing I was like, man, yeah, dude, it's like the seating position. I was like, man, this is like sitting on a park bench. <laughs> yeah, it, I remember and that. The owner, he just handed you the keys, right? He wanted to give you, you know, an experience. I think driving the NSX, man, every time I drive it, it puts a grin on my face. But going back to that drive, what I can say is I think that he kind of helped set the tone of what it is to not only be an NSX owner, but what it is to be an owner in the car community of something that somebody else really desires. So I don't go around throwing my keys to just random strangers, right. but I have offered my keys to people in small parking lots when the more they know about the car, I'm like, oh, well, can you drive a stick? No, I can't. Which I'm making on them saying no. You know? right, you <laughs> but I would, you know, I've actually, there's people who have driven my car. And as you know, my car is turboed now. So it's. Man, I need to do force induction. You guys make me jealous. You guys make me jealous. Nah, pros and cons. But uh, no, dude. The it's, pros uh, are it's fast. The cons are I can't drive it every day because I'm not home. But you can, you can daily a turbo, right? Oh, absolutely. What I consider a mild turbo. Okay. So I still have stock internal, stock clutch. No motor work, just a bolt-on turbo kit with headers and exhaust. The point at 400 wheel horsepower for an NSX C32 P engine, by the way, to where I don't have to do the extra stuff. Okay. But if I wanted an extra 30 horsepower, it would be in my best interest to bed and invest in building the motor the clutch. Those motors, that's 16 grand. Man, we got some expensive ass so. toys. <laughs> You know, the NSX tax is real. Well, that's why a lot of people are doing motor swaps to preserve their motors. Right. What's what's popular now? The J swap, the K swaps? Yeah, they're working their way down the alphabet to get the JK swap. I guess L has been there with the LS swaps, but I don't, I mean, I don't even understand. I don't know a lot about mechanics and things like that, but I don't really understand how you could even begin to slip an LS anything in an NSX the way that is set up. Mm. I don't think it's possible, but I wouldn't know. Yeah, but man, can you imagine those new engines that they have on the Civic Type R's 2.0? That car is faster than a regular NSX. Right, that. Can you imagine having that in our cars? <sighs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like going the other way. I'm like, oh. You're dreaming. Yeah, no, it's fine, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what this is all about. But yeah, this is what we want to give the people here. So so people listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's what you can expect. You can expect some dreaming. Right, um, you can expect some tech talk. You can expect some of us just BSing. Uh, you can expect some like pop culture stuff. Like like right now, what's hot? We got Game of Thrones. We have Walking Dead. We have Avengers. You know, I'm huge into all those things. Caught up with most of those things. You know, I don't know if you, because you're so busy. I don't know if you have time to even look at any of that <laughs> stuff. We have the new Corvette coming out, the C8 mid-engine. So we can cover that in a future thing. Like, what are, what are your first impressions on that car? Have you even taken yes, notice of it? I want it to be so good with a good depreciation value after two years. Because having an LS mid-engine sports car in the States, I think that's something that would compete for the NSX daily-driven exotic or daily-driven uh, supercar, you know? 
And you're talking about the NC1, the new NSX, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm talking about that. When are they releasing it? Somewhere in June, June 18th or July 18th, 2019. Because I saw, I posted a photo of that. And I don't know if I like that side vent right now. I hope that's much better than what it looks like. And I'm hoping that they give that platform to Cadillac and Cadillac does something really cool as shit for their own mid-engine. So I've seen photos of it, you know, um, on um, online and I haven't really seen a photo that I like. It looks weird to me. It looks like, like the Senna looks really weird to me unless you see it in like both the colors are dark. Right. But I have to believe that a lot of the stuff that we're looking at is covered up. So I, I can't wait to see what it actually looks like when they take all the makeup off of it, for lack of a better term. Because wrapped, it just looks like a funny car. Uh, I'm looking at one courtesy of Haggerty where it does it's not wrapped at all. But I don't know how real this is. Um, because how could they get away with posting this? Right. You know, because they haven't actually revealed it. Now, uh, have you driven the C7 Corvette? No. Never got to drive one of those. So I have a, a really, 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 really good friend who's way up in GM Financial. Way up in GM Financial. We got a chance to hang out recently, and he let me drive around in his brand new C7 Grand Sport. Mm, nice. And yeah, it was a very, very nice vehicle, and it made me like between that and the Camaro 2SS, also brand new that I've driven multiple times for weeks at a time i started thinking man it'd be really nice to have something that's modern and fast and doesn't smell like exhaust because you know i have straight cat uh, <laughs> on my car right but you know that was the c the c7 was 460 horsepower the c the camaro 2ss was 455 horsepower and by god Randall, those cars are sweet so i asked him recently i said hey obviously you've been around the c8 what are your thoughts and he said he likes it a lot so i just have to trust him uh you know because he has some taste right you know so when we see the car yeah I, can, I can't wait to see the car when it has all the the camo wrap and everything removed from it renderings of it look kind of because it look kind of weird, but do you ever look at it at an angle of when you when you look at it, you're like, what I would do with this car? Not, Not yet. yet, man. Every time I look at a car, I'm like, man, what I would do with this, you know? And dude, an LS, because then you don't have because everybody that wanted an LS that's a mid engine, they had to build the the one from Factory Five. What was that one? The GTM Factory Five GTM. Because that that oh, yeah, yeah that yeah. required an LS and it was mid engine. That was great, but man, that was a shitty design. I mean, I think it's cool, but it it's a kit car. Yeah, it's, it's a kit car. It's a kit, it's, car. it's a kit car. It's cool. I that's one kit more so than any other kit that really makes a difference depending on the wheels you put on it. You're right. I've seen a few of them in when I lived in Grand Rapids. Uh, they were really nice. And I've seen a few in Scottsdale that come to Scottsdale Cars and Coffee. And I'm just looking at it like, it's kind of ugly. Wheels um, in the paint job. It's got weird taillights. Wheels, yeah, wheels in the styling. I mean, that's a cool car for sure. But yeah, you're right. That's the only one that up until now. So I, I wonder if they're going to keep that in production or if it's just going to be a one-year thing, you know? I'm looking forward to the that. The GTM, the, so they've been out for a while. They're on the Corvette chassis. Yep. They use the Corvette. Or are you talking about the C8? When you said one year, are you talking about the yeah, C8? Yeah, the C8, the, the, the mid-engine, the Zora. I think it depends on uh, how, how well it does. So, you know, there's that big conversation about it, you know, bending its its frame at a 1,000 horsepower. But that's absolutely 
positively not the one you're going to buy. They obviously are going to make some sort of a super Corvette on steroids. Right. You know, and that'll be the one that has insane amount of horsepower that you can't even use specifically for the Texas 2K probably. Right. Because they got a bunch of guys now. We have one local here. He has 1600 horsepower on his CTS. Can you imagine them putting that kind of mods on something like that, like a Zora? I don't know what you can do with that, to be honest, but it's it's cool for bragging, I guess. And, but then again, I'm not I'm not doing highway pulls at 80 in my car. You know, our cars will never be that car. So you have the guy who built with the motor swap, the what, 800 horsepower NSX, or maybe it's 1,000 horsepower NSX. Uh-huh. And he'd listed that thing for sale, too. And he clearly said in the sale ad, yo, this is not a daily driver. This car has needs a lot of work because people think they're going to drive that car and just go up and down and park at cars and coffee and go to the local meets at night. No, nope. not going to happen. Some cars you can do that, just not ours. So I wouldn't want that. That's no fun. I, I think after 500, it's not fun anymore, in my opinion. I like it slow. I'm a cruiser. I think it depends on, yeah, I'm a cruiser too, but I think it depends where did you make it that way? And if you made it that way, how much did you have to do to get there? Right. right? I don't have a Lamborghini. Aventador, you know, SV or one of those cars, but those are like 700 horsepower or whatever. I'm pretty sure it feels a lot putting 700 horsepower in a sex that I'm worried about busting the axle and losing control of the car in five seconds. Exactly. Exactly. I'll, I'll leave that to the engineers that's getting paid a lot of money to create that. <laughs> you know, they, they, they can build that, that Lamborghini. And uh, that would be much better, like you said, than than having that kind of power on our NSX. Because I don't think they're built to be like that, though. You know, I don't think so. Yeah. So we have the, like I said, you know, we have the the, the Corvette coming out. And I think, you know, maybe next time we'll, we'll touch, on, touch on a topic that's already been covered through well, Nauseam, uh, the new NSX versus the old NSX. What we're talking is just two guys who don't have the new NSX and we're just two guys who aren't super techie, you know? So, you know, we, and a few other things the next time we get together. Yep. Where I'm just a newbie. I'm a newbie. And, uh, I just want to share some experiences and, and get some knowledge from Jay. Jay's full of knowledge. Get out of here. Jay's full of, <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Yo. Hey, everything I get, I get off of Wikipedia, man. I, Wikipedia is the truth, man. <laughs> I, I, I get my knowledge from our, our owner's group. <laughs> our owner's yeah, group. we could spend some time talking about that, but we would we would probably lose a lot of our friends. <laughs> you know, one thing I do like about this car culture stuff that I get, I'm still learning about, man, everyone in every aspect in their life – they like cars, man. It's like a, it's like a nice uh, icebreaker, you know, to to meet people and to network with some of the best people I know from the car culture scene. Yeah, and and what I like about it also is we don't limit ourselves to certain cars and certain people. I think real car people have an appreciation for all cars. Now you have your personal Correct. favorites, and I and I understand that, and you understand that, and real car people understand that. But Jesus, what was this story the other day? Some guy shot up, got in a fight, and shot people over a Ford Chevy debate. Are you serious? Did you hear that? No, that's that's ridiculous, man. They must be diehard fans. <laughs> to shoot somebody yeah here it is so 
It's a Chevy or Ford argument sparks Virginia shooting. This was six days ago. Man was arrested last week after he allegedly shot two people because they seemingly disagreed on a topic. Which is better, Chevy or Ford? Wow. It's there. Those people are out there, man. They're not. It's not just politics. Wow. It's not just black and white. It is straight up. Who? What is better, Chevy or Ford? So the things that we appreciate are: I have a Ford Mustang. Not only do I like running people over, <laughs> but I also respect the fact that that guy over there and that Chevy Camaro 2SS, that's a badass car. Now, my family is a Ford family, so I can't buy that car, but I can respect that car. Right. I, you know, and that's what this is all about. Right. It's, I don't think I never look at, you know, it, it becomes an argument and people end up competing over things. Like, it's there shouldn't be none of that. We're just there for the, uh, the appreciation. Let's see, if, let's see if we have any other um, news. This is, this is weird car news. Michigan City Rally really wants its unconstitutional tire chalking bag. Florida woman pulls gator from pants during traffic stop. Yoga pants, to be precise. So this woman had an alligator in her yoga pants? Man, it, Florida dude. Florida man, Florida woman. <laughs> yeah, isn't there a website called the Florida man or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, this is in Charlotte County, so this is in Punta Gorda. I got to say it like Puerto Rican because my wife's Puerto Rican. <laughs> this is in Punta Gorda, Florida, right? So where the hell is that in relation to you? And are you pulling reptiles out of your pants? Never mind. They're further south than me. I'm, I'm at the Red, Redneck Riviera. It's like Florida, Florida and Alabama, where that meets. That's where I'm at. So yeah, I think we maybe we should end this on on the in this week on the lady pulling a an alligator. Right. Every year, found forty one three striped turtles in the woman's backpack. Asked if she had anything else, and she pulled out a one foot gator from her yoga pants. Shit, man, she must have wanted that gator that bad. Man, I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> hey, listen, forty one three striped turtles in her backpack. That's a whole clan of ninja turtles, dude. Yeah, that's. That's a tr- that's a Ninja Turtle training facility. She was she was trying to make a Ninja Turtle compound, <laughs> but without that radioactive goo, it just wasn't working out yeah, for her. Not gonna work out. Not gonna work out at all. But yeah, I think we should end the yeah we should definitely end this in in the session on on that. It's been it's been great. Uh, we'll we'll do this again, and we'll you know we'll, we won't bore people with our details on our cars, and we'll talk about other things. Get some guests. Actually, maybe we can, you know, open up, take some, take some questions on the on that awesome website you opened up, or I mean that that awesome Facebook page. So, oh, it, it's actually set on the closed group right now. But uh, it's, uh... oh yeah, you can't find us for shit, so we're ready to let you find us. <laughs> but we don't, hey, don't call us; we'll call you. Right, like we will do the inviting. So we got the mid engine mafia. mafia. We got we got the mid engine yep. mafia. We'll have we'll have places for them to contact us and reach out to us if they have anything to say. If it's bad, blame it on Jay. That's right. Blame it. You can blame it on me, like uh, like Akon said. Right. You can blame the blame the thing on me. So that's Brando. You can you can meet him at uh, reach him at uh, that damn NSX on Instagram. Yes, sir. I'm Jay Finning. You can reach me at at na two NSX on Instagram. Yes, sir. And we will connect with you. Shut up. <laughs>